You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our 80th program of Think Again and our 38th remote program in the time of the coronavirus. Think Again is offered by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation that's been dedicated to social change for 23 years. I'm Jacques Boudet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. And this is our last program of the year. We thought we'd share a bit of our reflection about the year now almost gone, the year also known as 2020. Yeah, and what a year 2020's been. It has that nice ring about it when the eye doctor tells us that we have good 2020 vision. But the year 2020 certainly hasn't been benevolent for most of us. And that includes the non-human species who inhabit this still quite beautiful earth with us. Mm -hmm. And who could have predicted how 2020 would pan out a year ago? Yeah, as those of us living on or close to the eastern seaboard of Australia, we tried to recover from the deadly bushfires raging from Queensland to Victoria. Then the COVID pandemic took most of us by surprise. Yeah, most of us, but not surprised were epidemiologists and public health specialists because they've been warning us for a long time now that we're vulnerable to new viruses like the corona, like this coronavirus. Yeah, especially viruses moving from wild animals to humans. Yeah, and, and, human. all, mm-hmm. yeah. and all these experts were predicting mass infectious outbreaks, which is how it's happened, of course. That's right. So much for human hubris, especially the hubris generated by our enlightened belief in progress, in control over our environment and our privileged position on top of the tree of life. And you are being sarcastic, aren't you, Sharp? I think so. (laughs) We needed to consider that perhaps humans are not masters of the universe, Mm. not even masters of nature and earth. Yeah, that's right. And we love to talk and boast about innovation and how innovative humans are and how innovative we all should be. But viruses and bacteria yet again prove to be the real innovation masters, mutating and replicating much, much faster than we can as human beings and obviously much faster than anything we put our hands and minds to. As humans encroach more onto natural habitats of wildlife, destroying them and exposing ourselves to the pathogens the animals can happily live with, it does turn out to be an unequal contest and one not in our favour. That's right. That way of thinking, of course, is still bound up with the belief that we're in contest with other species and with one another or, or in competition. And that's something that We've argued on this program that we really need to move away from. 
Uh, that's right. Yeah, ideas of contest and competition are as central to capitalist ideology are largely what have brought us in this quagmire. And we need to learn to live more humbly with nature, recognizing our place in the living network of life on this planet, as we talked about last week even, and in previous programs as well. Mm, so, casting back to the beginning of the year, the beginning of 2020, in Victoria in the first few months from February, we had a slowly growing awareness that there was a virus to be on the lookout for, a novel coronavirus, as they call it, named COVID-19. Then wham! In March, we went into a first lockdown and were told to isolate in our homes. And then around early July, the now infamous curves which we needed to look at, depicting the numbers of infections and death go, went down again. So we thought we could come out of lockdown. And then came the second wham, mm. the so-called second wave with COVID, like wildfire, rapidly spreading into communities from quarantine hotels. So back into hard lockdown. And then after weeks and then months of actually anxiously watching Curves again and listening to Daniel Andrews, our Victorian Premier, now we're in December and almost leaving 2020 behind us. Mm. And we're again outdoors and the restrictions of social distancing, face masks and so on, slowly, slowly being dropped back. Yeah, and what a huge relief. And we're certainly a lot more careful and aware this time around, I think. Mm, especially want to keep our guard up by the Victorian government yet again. Yeah, and thank goodness we do seem to have some collective sensibility in Victoria, in Australia, I guess, too. For the most part, people have ex accepted the need to make sacrifices to keep us all safe. So we're all responsible for each other as well as ourselves. Only very small groups and some loud individuals protesting about some supposed right to infect other people, <laughs> which there yeah. is no such right, by the way. That's right. And, of course, some political, business and media notorieties needing to pipe up about what all of this was doing to the economy, yeah. quote-unquote. Yes. Mm. And as we discussed in at least 13 programs, COVID-19 has really shaken up the way we think about ourselves and how we relate to each other and about how our systems are working and, and how our organisations are working. And we don't just mean the health department, I guess. And, and it's given us pause to think about in whose favour our systems and our economies actually work. Mm, for many, 2020 has been devastating. Businesses have closed, people have lost work, life savings have been lost. Quite a number of people not eligible for Centrelink payments have had no income at all and relied on charities for food and basic necessities. Yeah, that's right. And we talked about these groups and how they included international students and migrants on restricted visas, including asylum seekers who are really mm. institute in our communities. Yeah, that's right. The enforced social isolation has been devastating for a lot of people too, especially those living on their own and who were alone for months on end during COVID. It is no wonder that mental health problems have apparently increased. Mm -hmm. So too has domestic violence against women and children 
as agencies and the numbers they are working with and who keep coming up and on their on their clients list they keep show, showing th- through the numbers they deal with yeah so i guess a lot of this pointing uh to what we've been proposing is that we're all social and rela- relational beings after all. Mm. Um, and, mm. and, and on that note, we probably let this sink in a little bit and we go to some music. Speak Forever by Galerie Poor's Gardens Quartet.
summer programming on 3CR and there's so many reasons to stay tuned. Shorts, features, documentaries, new and unusual music and highlights from 2020. To check out our summer grid, go to 3cr.org.au forward slash summer specials. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Today we're reflecting on the year now almost gone, some of the things that have happened and what we have covered in this program during the year. (laughs) Yes, we just mentioned some of the considerable hardships of COVID-19. On the other side, for many professionals, for example, who work on computers and connect online, the year has brought respite from the rat race commute. A lot are sighing with relief, feeling freed up from the daily hustle and bustle, running here and there, sitting or standing in over full public transport or fuming in their cars (laughs) in traffic jams during rush hour. And even while some feel a bit lonely too in their work. Mm. The upscaling of working from home seems to have been a success from an employer perspective too. And numbers of people are relocating to regional areas as they no longer need to go to the office every day. Yeah. And this has been, I think, a particular surprise for community support professionals who continue to work throughout the pandemic. So support workers like social and welfare workers, probably health workers too, care staff, financial counsellors, housing workers, people like those, they're arguably often among the most disadvantaged of all professionals. Uh, They're often on the lowest wages and often underemployed or in precarious work on short-term contracts. And you don't hear them talking about that lot in public because they're normally supporting people who are a lot worse off than they are too. And, um, and, of course, during COVID, they were doing dangerous work as well often. But, uh, they were, but, but on their upside, they were in demand and mostly kept working. So mm. I guess that's mm-hmm. why it was a surprise for them. Mm. Yeah. Some families also have enjoyed time together. And we heard of parents treading water on job seeker payments, getting into cooking, mm-hmm. gardening and different crafts. There has also been a proliferation of spontaneous community connecting, which we talked about in early April. It seemed as if many of our residential streets suddenly came to life with masked neighbours chatting across fences, mutual help and support springing up in many places and stories about such events and processes appearing in the media. Yeah. Suddenly community was in fashion. I noticed that through the mainstream media as well. Mm. So in Think Again, we tried to make sense of some of what was happening during COVID too, of course. Early on, we talked about the fault lines that were exposed by the pandemic. Our, For example, our under-resourced public health system, uh, the, the casualisation and uncertainty of work for many, and if people weren't aware of that um, mm-hmm. before, they certainly are now, and also the undervaluing of care work, which as we know, it's largely carried out by women. Mm. And the lie that we are all individuals, isolated individuals or in, uh, single individuals rather than deeply interconnected and interdependent beings. 
Yeah. Mm. And I guess related to that, volunteering largely disappeared overnight as people had to uh, isolate. And you were really able to understand their true contribution through its absence, really. The contribution of thousands of people who quietly share their time, their skill and care every day for no financial reward, but just to make a contribution to fellow human beings and who feel fulfilled and connected to others in the process. They are truly living how we are supposed to live as a species, in relationship with one another and with what surrounds us. Mm And we also lamented that our universities are becoming more like sausage factories with their cuts to funding and forced to run like profit-making businesses. Mm. Yeah, rather than the necessary educational role society needs to play and they need to play in society. Indeed, every society needs to assure that present and future generations continue to develop the skills, knowledge and awareness needed for our survival and coexistence with the other species. Yeah. And in our program, we also highlighted the folly of the ongoing privatisation and outsourcing of services, services which should really be public services, outsourcing them by the Victorian government and most other governments. Yeah. Including the federal government as well. Mm. Right. And we argued that Centrelink payments need to be raised for good above raising payments above poverty levels. So yeah, and not, yeah. Mm. Mm. and not just mit- to mitigate the explosion of unemployment caused by measures to stop COVID spreading. Yeah, and over the year we also said that we need to share our common wealth and stop siphoning it upwards to those who already have the most wealth. That's the nanny state for the wealth in operation. And those wealthy people, they don't need nannies. They've got money. (laughs) That's right. We especially shared our fury about the ways in which the federal government has been rorting over 70% of a handful of federal grants programs to Liberal and National Party electorates. And to such electorates, they were fearful of losing during the last election. And that was not just the so-called sports world. We added them up to about $5 billion over the last six years, including community development grants, uh, regional grants, and all of them. Yeah, it's disgraceful. And we even, in one program, Jacques, we talked about the US election. We certainly did. And the news about that rather strange example of the much vaunted Western democracy we supposedly want to see spreading worldwide, no matter what it takes. Yeah. But we did find some parallels with Australian political processes and the party political impasse we are now experiencing leading to a standstill in so many important areas that need to be addressed, inequality and not least global warming and the need to do something about climate change pretty urgently. Yeah. And, of course, we talked about housing a few times and we'll be certainly continuing that next year. We need to build more public housing in addition to other types of affordable housing like cooperative and co-housing models. 
costs. And you'd think that's not really too much to ask in a wealthy society like ours. Mm, that's right, especially as many commentators have been arguing its importance in the post-COVID restoration time. Social housing and the building of it offering the most potent economic recovery measure of them all. As many commentators and research centres like the Australian Institute, the Equity Centre, many, many have actually been arguing that. But let's go to a promo and continue our reflection on the year 2020 after that. I'm Jeffrey. I'm Alphonse. I'm Erwin. And we, we are, are from, from the Voice of West Papua. Tuesday, 6.30 until 7.30 p.m. News and music from West Papua. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Today we're reflecting on the year just gone or almost gone. Our underlying message in many of our conversations has been consistently to just start by caring for each other and all life as a directing principle in all our living and organizing contexts. So we also try to offer hope and pathways to a healthier future, pathways for rethinking, as we try to indicate by the title of our program, yeah. to think again. Mm. And I think when we talk about caring for each other, I mean, I don't think, Jacques, we mean to suggest people aren't caring for each other, but in our system it's it's largely privatised, it's something that you do in your own home or um, unpaid or low-paid caring, but we're talking about it as a directing principle for organising our society. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think that's what the point really is. Mm. And, uh, we, we've talked about practical ways of restoring our human capabilities to relate with one another better. Like in early May when we talked about making our working lives healthier and our planet healthy again. Yeah. And when we start, when we shared the growth of, that was when we shared the growth of the urban commons movement with there are thousands of communities internationally setting up alternative cooperative ways of living and working together mm. successfully. Also, mm, also reflecting on the year and all the things it threw at us, we'd like to thank the staff at 3CR who have done wonders of assistance and of invention to keep programs going in spite of COVID-19. Remote programming and broadcasting has been as smooth as it did because of them. So thank you to them. That's right. And we'd also like to thank the many interviewees who agreed to share our half-hour programs with us and share their experience and their knowledge. And sometimes their, I guess, their anger and desolation as well. And mm. alerting to us to what we need to be alerted to and take action on. Mm. And thanks to you, our listeners, as well, of course. You are the whole point of this program and of 3CR as a whole. Mm. And so we certainly look forward to connecting up with you again in 2021. 
Mm. We are very thankful also for the quite a number of listeners who have responded to some of the programs we came up with. I, one of the things which particularly was close to my heart as a pacifist was a response by Bob, who himself was actually a veteran in Vietnam and totally supporting what we had to say about the whole misery around the Afghanistan uh, affair where our soldiers have been wantonly killing uh, Yes, innocent, innocent citizens. And another person who particularly liked the way in which we continue to refer back to the absolute need, the central need for us as a species to relearn how to relate meaningfully and positively and sustainably, creatively, regeneratively with one another. Regenerative is so probably the kind of word which mm-hmm. we at Borderlands and in the new community journal now particularly like to a Attach to all the efforts we do to develop community, to create more respect amongst people, all of that. Particularly also, we have talked quite a bit about uh, men's issues and the way in which we do need to address uh, violence, men's violence against women. And that was another program where we got really some really positive and supporting kind of reflections by listeners, uh, even asking to have things like that a little bit more often in our program. So uh, that's really, really nice that we that we really understand that we are having a conversation with more than the two of us and that there is conversations happening in the community, which is really what it, what we want to promote and support and, and offer ideas for. Yeah. We can also now with Borderlands uh, firmly announce that from early next year we will be operating from new premises in Footscray. Uh, just about four minutes away from where we are now, we will find, we have found a uh, place which is going to welcome us because they really would like us to operate from there and join our programs with their own. So it's in St. John's Anglican Church, which is uh, not far away from Metro West, where we are, uh, where we are located now. Details of the physical address will come later, probably in the second half of January. The electronic and phone connections they will largely remain the same, as we have uh, succeeded in doing as we moved from Hawthorne to Hawthorne in October last year. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned and. Uh, Come and visit us as soon as we will be able to open in probably late January, early February next year. Yes, and so people can keep also communicating via the Borderlands email, which I'll I'll give in a minute. Mm -hmm. Mm. So to finish our program, this is our last program for the year. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio. If you want to communicate with us, you can email Borderlands. The email address is borders, B-O-R-D-E-R-S, borders at borderlands.org.au. That's borders at borderlands.org.au. And just put think again in the subject line. And we do love to hear from you and send us any of your thoughts and reflections. And even if you disagree with something we said or Um, think something we said doesn't make sense let us know and we'd love to enter into that conversation with you and maybe bring some of that into our following programs 
So our programs are available by podcast and the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. We would also like to thank Clive Bourne for his wonderful technical production and music selection today and for quite a few months now. So we've really loved having him on our mm. again team. Can say that again. Meanwhile, say... Meanwhile, stay tuned for Jailbreak, which gives a voice to prison inmates, their families and their friends. And to bring us into Jailbreak, we have World Turning by Yotu Yindi. <laughs> <laughs>